on this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. We're not married. We're not? No. Did you think we were? I'm going to cast fourth level heal. (laughs) (laughs) After a knockdown, dragged out fight with some undead priests of Bri. You ended up exploring and pondering the orb within the like inner chamber here at the Cradle of Quartz. Boy, we pondered it. And you found that Kosawana was hiding within it and you met him and gave him an existential crisis. Yeah, we did. (laughs) And you found these uh, undead priests called Herexans uh, and you had a fight that was I cast three action harm, Psykir cast three action heal, Eleanor and Asuvu punch a cleric. And Chester runs. Rinse yep. repeat and Chester <laughs> ran away. Micah's angels get to clearing out the rest of the Cradle of Quartz. Uh, once a worship chamber of some kind, this hall has been thoroughly looted and vandalized. There is no furniture save for a remarkably unscathed sarcophagus on the altar at the southern end of the room. But this temple isn't done with them yet. And this is what it's... you see standing in front of you. Oh! Oh, that's, oh, that's really what cool. Is that? Mechanical! That is so cool! It's like... But more importantly, uh, let's roll initiative. Oh, great. It's about to get spooky. You're just gonna crop dust, Psyche here? Break up with them and then crop dust them? Now. Duran, fuck yeah. Oh God. Is the only I way now. knew oh. it. Welcome back to Derek's Tour of the Inner Sea. Today we are visiting scenic Enduran. I don't know what else you would have possibly expected me to sing about at the you opener. Mean the spy show from Star Wars? Yes, oh. 100%. The spy show from Star Wars exists in the Pathfinder campaign setting yeah. and was written about in 2008. You know, it's Alderaan however Alderaan. many years, like what, 15 years before That's right. it even came out. Uh, no, but instead of Andor, this is Andoran. A-N-T-O-R-A-N. Uh, Andoran, Andoran, depends on how you want to pronounce it. Um, no, well, no, it's, Wiki it's says Andoran. 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 Oh, Andoran. Andoran, it says. Jeez. Well, we're going to pronunciate things a little differently around here. Um, Can't help it. It's where we're from. I'm just going to call it Alderaan. If you are, have been keeping up with our tour of the inner sea, you may have heard us reference Andoran or Andoran whenever we talked about Cheliax last time. That's because uh, Andoran used to be part of Taldor. It was like a colony whenever Taldor expanded across the inner sea region. Uh, it broke away with uh, Cheliax and became part of like their empire and everything. Um, and then... Whenever, you know, uh, homeboy Aerodin didn't show back up in Cheliax and it kind of, everything kind of went to shit, uh, Andoran broke off and became their own uh, nation. Uh, before we get into some of the cool details about it, I'll just, you know, do the traditional reference, the, uh, the shitposting 1D4chan maps. I believe in the original one, it was called Freedom, Nobility, and Fluffy Bunnies. Yeah. Uh, and the current one, it is literally just labeled America, exclamation point. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's kind of a Hold on to your vibe. oil. Um, it's, <laughs> it is kind of uh, basically when Cheliax became a tyrannical devil place, uh, they looked uh, at that and said, nope, I don't want none of that. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Andron prospered as part of the Empire of Cheliax until uh, 4606 uh, AR. 
uh, and the death of the empire's patron god Aradin resulted in a power struggle among the nation's various noble houses and the civil war ended with house throne claiming control of Cheliax in 4640 AR basically so after that happened there was this thing called the people's revolt uh, erupted in 4669 AR nice um, so a little around 20 years after House Throne kind of finished up, uh, I feel like I think what basically was happening is this Chalice Civil War happened and Anduron was like, yo, what the fuck, but stayed out of it. And Cheliax, even when it kind of came to itself, mostly let them do their own thing. There was uh, only so much uh, obedience to Igorin, which is the new capital of Chiliax, uh, that the Andoran people could stomach. After nearly 30 years of internal dominance, the People's Revolt eru- erupted in against 4669 AR. Nice. Uh, Andoran merchants rallied <sighs> the common folk behind the egalitarian principles of the Galton philosophers like Darl, Darl, Darl Jubanich, and Hoseter. These are some fun fantasy fun names. names. Uh, and, <laughs> and declared independence from the empire, casting aside the noble class's right to rule and establishing rule by the will of the people. Uh, the common rule. To be noted, they were nice this time around and didn't kill the nobles. They just offered to let them join them. Yeah. Not so much could be said later on. Uh, unlike in the later Red Revolution in Galt, the Andorran firebrands, uh, lowercase f there, not the like um, faction, did not. they did not demand the death of all nobles, uh, instead offering them a choice, remain as citizens of the inner sea's first democracy or be exiled. Uh, their lands and holdings became property of the state in either case and were immediately sold off to those who had supported the people's revolt. Uh, so basically, it's like the first actual democracy in the inner sea region uh and it's um it's kind of neat Uh, it's like your your homeboy good guy country without much like moral ambiguity because you could make the argument like taldor is a fairly normal place but it's got like huge overweighted nobility problems and stuff like that right this place is the absolute antithesis of cheliax pretty much yeah and uh so basically the way it works is it is an actual democracy and everyone has like a right to be represented and everything and I'm trying to find information. I was I was reading, uh, if you're curious, audience, the main book I'm referencing is, again, a one-e campaign setting called uh, Andoran, The Birthplace of Freedom. Uh, it's a great one-e campaign setting. It gives an overview of the history as well as, like, government structure. And then, all of course, everything you need as a GM, like monsters, uh, plot hooks, locales, and everything else. So, basically, I'm trying to find the exact structure here, again, of the government I had in my notes. Oh parliamentary democracy there you go but they do have a they kind of have like a a president figure like president not president uh they're called the supreme elect (laughs) which i think is great that's kind of delightful uh they had the first supreme elect was codwin the first he was the supreme elect from 4704 to 4716 so 12 years so he's i think he served like three terms uh, uh, if we put it in like American president style and, and 4716, like the first other person to be elected to that spot took his place, but it's really cool. That's a lot of history here. If you want to have like characters that like the idea of like democracy and like self rule, like if you have some sort of champion where that is part of your edicts, right? You could have them be Andorran and have like a lot of cool stuff to pull from. You could have them have been involved some way in the people's revolt if they're old enough, right? Yeah. Um, But that's pretty neat. Uh, The capital is Almas. That's where a lot of their like government center is. 
uh, and the book details that in more detail than I will go into. But some interesting things about Anduin, I think, are it has like a pretty sizable naval presence. So like Taldor had the big navy and then Chelyax came along and kind of superseded Taldor's spot and had a huge navy. But like a lot of shipbuilding for both of those empires happened in Andoran or Andoran. Boy, I'm going to pronounce that so wrongly all the time. Um, But uh, they have started to build up their own naval bits of power. One of the cool factions, at least in 1E, that come from this place is the Eagle Knights. And the kind of cool lore about them is they were this like elite group of like soldiers and warriors from Andoran that were like trained up and supposed to be like Aroden's guard when he came to Galarian because Chelyax is like empire emperor was like stepping aside for and for Aroden to come rule yeah and the these eagle knights are going to be like his guard um and whenever that didn't happen they reported back to their king but they've still been like this faction within Andoran or Andoran ever since then. They're kind of like the antithesis of the Hell Knights in some way, or like they're the good aligned Hell Knight because they're still lawful, but not as strictly lawful. And they're more defend values of freedom versus Hell Knight is like, it doesn't matter what alignment you are on the like good to evil scale. It's all about law. Yeah. So like if you're looking at the alignment chart, they're like, Hell Knights are like the law side of the chart and the Eagle Knights are like the good top bit of the chart. Hell Knights are all about order, no matter the cost. Right. Whereas Eagle Knights are like, well, hold up. Maybe not no matter the cost. Yeah, right. I think, I can't remember if it's all lawful good uh, canonically, but I don't think it is. Hey, lawful good doesn't have to be stupid good. Lawful good can have its place and also be stupid. Um, One interesting thing though is even though it's like a free place in like the people have their say in rule. If you look at the map, which I'll share here, at least on the video, uh, there is like parts of Endoran that are like, you know, kind of untamed and have a lot of secrets from the millennia that came before it, right? Uh, one that my players will remember is on the border of the Five Kings Mountains on the northern uh, or central northern Endoran. Uh, is Droskar's Crag, which I think is where you went in our little Pathfinder Society game in our test session. Oh, oh yeah. Really? That's the place? Yeah, I think you had to sell up, sail up into like the Dark Moon Vale area in a- Andoran uh, that for that. sucked. Like, <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, like there's still lots of adventuring you can do. And again, like it's bordered by the Five Kings Mountains, uh, Cheliax and Taldor. And like if you're looking to set a home game in here that you want to write your own story and kind of have like a a good nation state be a part of that story. And Doran is a really good candidate for that. Like it's also a place where when they held their revolt, they abolished slavery. Yeah. And has a, the government forbids any trade in sentient creatures and also send out agents to undermine slavery abroad. Yeah, they act. Go and Doran. They don't just keep to themselves. They're known for being troublemakers because they send people out to fight slavery in other places. Right. Like freedom for great. everyone. Yeah. Pretty awesome. It is. It's really cool. Um, one of the main factions, at least in one E around like fighting against slavery was the halfling bellflower network. I think. Ah, yes. Because in at least earlier versions of the Galarian campaign setting, like halflings ha- were a target of some of the like slave trade around Cheliax. Okay. But also halflings were straight up the most evil. <laughs> what do you mean? Are you thinking Forbidden Lands? No. They just, they love Norgerber. Well, not all halflings, but a lot of halflings. Your halfling rogues, 
yeah. they tend to really, really enjoy no- Norgaber. One thing, I can't remember where I found this. I'll have to look this up later. But uh, I think I remember hearing a bit of lore that like halflings are one of like Galarian's like native people groups. Oh. Whereas, you know, elves are aliens in the setting. And it's rumored that humans are also not native to Galarian originally oh. and dwarves are but like lived underground or whatever they were in the same way that like orcs are and right whatnot. but halflings were like a native people to it but yeah the bellflower network has like a lot of allies in andorin it's really interesting uh it's mostly human but uh halflings are the, uh, i've just found it here halflings are the most common non-human race and uh, Andorin ha- also has the largest concentration of kobolds in the inner sea region <laughs> and one of the biggest number of ASMRs. Um, cool. But it's, it's, it's a really neat piece of the setting. It doesn't have as much like horrifying things going on as, you know, like the world wound or some of the other places we've been to. But like you also, for every one of those, you also need some sort of like counterpoint to it, right? It's counterpoint yeah. to the setting is like what it says, the per- birthplace of freedom and democracy, right? It is a thing to look up to. The joy of having a setting as large as um, as this is that you can play multiple different types of places. Right, exactly. And it shouldn't all have to be a big grim dark world. Yeah, it's not, not every player. Okay. Not every player wants that. Yeah, and that's why I like about the setting because like, you know, you have your world wounds, especially like money, you have your axes, but you also have these other places that you can have characters be from and like have traveled and all these other things and like even if you want if you want to do something more traditional where like the state is very stable and the things you're dealing with are supporting a good aligned state you have this toolbox to pull from you know that's the great thing about galarian is like because it's a kitchen sink you can do anything you want all in the same world and so you can have two completely different campaigns still be able to live in the same universe together um which is something i really like but that out of the way, with us having covered Andorin, the birthplace of freedom, let's get over back to the birthplace of, you know, gun, yeehaw. gun, <laughs> steampunk, yeehaw, steampunk, yeehaw, centuries before the Starstone was raised, the Wizard Kings, Nex and Geb warred with one another, scarring the land between them into a devastated, unstable magic wasteland. From the glowing ashes of the mana wastes arose Alkenstar, the city of smog, a metropolis of airships, skyscrapers, factories, and clockwork wonders. To the world, Alkenstar is the pinnacle of innovation and determination in the face of insurmountable odds. On its streets, life in Alkenstar is a non-stop race to stay ahead of the competition. And it is here that desperate group, hungry for revenge, living on the edge of the law, hunts for the ones who cast them out. They are the outlaws of Alkenstar. Now I'm going to pull the veil back a little bit, audience. It has been like three weeks or more since we've played this game. So I'm going to need this recap just as much as everyone else is. Uh, we were, when we last left you guys, you were deep within the uh, Cradle of Quartz. Deep, dark quartz. And uh, a lot had happened, at least last time we sat down. Um, you finally defeated this other dimensional being uh, called, I think, did it? show you the claws of time that was what his name was oh yes the dog bad dog the very bad Bad dog dog. very bad dog finally defeated it uh it was such a brutal fight that you basically you rested from fighting the um uh what was it the specter you fought the dog and it said nap time the shrine skill yes but after you were able to heal up from that you um 
came back and you uh, ended up exploring and pondering the orb within the like inner chamber here at the Cradle of Quartz. Boy, we pondered it. You pondered it real hard and you found that Kosawana was hiding within it and you met him and gave him an existential crisis. Yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but I feel like Sykir was able to connect with him kind of help him start reconsidering how to rekindle his connection to Bry. Or me. Uh, or you. Because I am replacing Bry. Yes. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, one other thing that you heard from him whenever you were talking to him uh, is he knows that Muglin now has his reverse engineered pyronite formula. That's right. They mm-hmm. did get it. They got the notes for it, right? Yes. Uh, and you overheard him talking about testing it at a place called the Steaming Kingdom. But you're not done with this place yet. You locked him back up in his uh, orb, pondered it a bit, uh, walked a bit south in this hallway, and you found these uh, undead priests called Herexans. Uh, and you had a fight that was, I cast three action harm, Saikir casts three action heal, Eleanor and Asuvu punch up a cleric. And Chester runs. Rinse yep. repeat and Chester <laughs> ran away. Chester ran know. away. When danger reared its ugly head, Chester turned his tail and fled. Brave, brave, brave. Chester's vulnerable to positive. Listen, Chester knows his part in that combat. Chester now. refused to be grievously wounded. Don't get nuked. Don't get nuked. Chester Don't ran and started nuked. picking the uh, magical torches off the wall. <laughs> just, go ahead and start taking this, I guess. <laughs> Whilst Eleanor and Nasuvu tried to whittle him down, and Saikir just did blast of holy energy. I think the only person who got significantly hurt in your party in this fight was Saikir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got course. a little hurt, but not much. Because <laughs> everyone kept getting the three action to heal. But yeah, uh, that's where we left you guys. You were still decided to explore the rest of the temple before helping Kosan want to leave. Uh, so you'd found this like secret entrance to the other side of the temple. You cleaned out these uh, clerics. You cleaned their clock. Clean the clock of the clerics. That's some alliteration right there. Boy. Say that five times fast. No, I no. won't. Uh, Clean the clocks of the cleric. 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 Faster. No. <laughs> Not Words bad. don't make sense anymore. Uh, but it is now, uh, the fight has ended. Uh, what would you guys like to do? Well, we're, our whole point right now is to clear out the rest of this place. And as far as we can tell from the information obtained, there should be one more thing in here the animated coffin mm-hmm. do we have enough information on that for chester to attempt a knowledge check um no well that's all i gotta say i understand your opinion but no uh chester is going to forsake his um pursue a lead on what's his face and he's going to investigate the corpses of these clerics and uh pursue a lead on them in case we run into more of them Okay. Interesting call. Asuvu wipes the chunks of undead cleric off of her pick. Gross. Excellent flanking, as always. Of course, bro. Woo, yeah, baby. <laughs> uh, Saikir, how you looking? Uh, if I have about 100, I'm at about 40. Do you have 100? Goodness. I have 99. Wow. Hey, Saikir, you look pretty worse for for worst for Psykir looks wor- grievously wounded. You look you look bad. You should probably heal. Fuck you too, uh, I guess. I'm doing great. Chester's a full HP. Hey, yo, Chester, that was some good playing you did. Oh, thank you. Good I, uh, maneuvers. Listen, I know my strategy when it comes to uh, positive energy, and that's to get the hell away from it. <laughs> I'll tell your mom. You don't know my mom. <laughs> hey, 
you want to know a good place to go after all this is over? I swear, Chester, if you tell <laughs> me to go to your farm, I will sink this light pick into your ass. Um, can I hold that pick? No. <laughs> so, on topic question, can Saikir heal themselves? Yeah. I'm a little bit cursed right now. Yeah, your curse can lie. affect that, can you? It's going to make it really hard. I mean, it won't make... What's it do? It makes it so that I can't really heal myself with magic. But with magic, but you wouldn't use magic anyway. You should yeah. be able to treat wounds, right? Yeah, I'll treat wounds. You don't have any healing elixirs, do you? No, that wouldn't work. Uh, well, I do, but the medicine They're check not is ma- better. magic, are they? The medicine check is better. Okay. Like, my, my healing elixirs might do 3d6 or 3d8, but like 2d8 plus 10 is oh, phenomenal. That's a two. Uh, what'd you a get? failure. It's not a crit failure. Okay, yeah. so 18. Yeah, that'll be a regular failure. Okay, so 27. Uh, wow! Right, nice. That, yeah, two D eight plus ten for you. Is everybody else good? What's your HP, at Eleanor? Eighty-one out of ninety-nine. About seventy-four out of eighty-four. Twenty-five. Another success. Works. I'm at seventy-four out of ninety-nine after thirty minutes. More. Heal by You could have also have healed Eleanor or um, Eleanor and Asuva oh, if you I wanted. I think that's a critical. That is a critical. So that'll be a forty-eight plus ten. Yes. 28 healing. Hell yeah. And that gets me all the way back up. I could do with one shot. All right, let's go. Same with the Suvu. Could do with one punch. One punch. Okay, that's a 28. So Success. 15. 15. And then I'll go for Suvu. Suvu. Still success. That go- oh, damn. 23. That's, oh, that's real good. Dog. Uh, all right, so it looks like you've got Suvu and Eleanor healed up and Psyche Chester Williams, are you hurt? I'm good. I learned my lesson. I stayed away from Sakir during that combat. What? Nothing. Why are you rolling? Sometimes he just likes to make us nervous. Why are you doing that, huh? Uh, Asuvu flips the pick in her hand. What do you mean? I didn't ask you to go to Mama's farm. Well, I didn't do nothing. It's a good Asuvu, pick. Asuvu, you should go to Chester's mother's farm. How dare you, Sakir? <laughs> <laughs> Is this because you're married? <laughs> we're not married. We're not? No. Did you think we were? I'm going to cast a fourth level heal. Chester turns into a pile of dust. Utterly confused. We're all confused here. Uh, Suvu's going to follow Eleanor. I'm just going to check around this room. Oh, yeah. I want to search this room. Okay. That's the whole point of me moving around. I'm trying to. I believe I still have a smidge left on my eagle eye elixir. So I'm going to use that. And I'm going to roll Perception. That could have happened while the healing was going on. Uh, yes, also. And I'm going to take double the time to do it because the healing took so long as well. Okay. So that's going to be a plus four to my normal Perception. That is a 13 plus 18 is 31. Why don't I reread the description for both of you here? Uh, each of these alcoves contain the remains of a bed, a work table, and a writing desk, all preserved in the arid desert air and covered with a thick layer of dust. Uh, The ruins of a bookshelf lie in a heap along the easternmost wall. Chester, you look around here, and it looks like some priest's personal chambers, like for a bunch of them, some communal chambers, I guess. All right. And you don't really find anything. Hmm, they're personal communal chambers. I would like to search their bodies. Their bodies? Yes. They all have light hammers, and each one of them has a wooden... Uh, defiled religious uh, icon of Bry. Would that catch me money anywhere? I mean, each light hammer's worth three silver pieces. No, I mean the the thing, the, the defiled stuff. No, it's one silver piece. Oh. How many hammers? Is that five? Mm. Uh, it would be, yes. 
I'm going to get every ounce of money I can. Mm-hmm. It's like, we can sell the light hammers. This is a hellhole. I want to make money off of it. Should we destroy the defiled symbols of Bri? I suppose. What about you? How do you feel about I'm that, I'm kind Psyche? of asking Psykeer. Benefiting from something so tainted. I'm not selling them. Seems wrong. Should we destroy the symbols, not sell them? I ain't going to sell the symbols. That'd just be disrespectful, and they're not worth much anyway. As you put another hammer in the bag. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> However, these weapons, on the other hand. The hammers are still in good shape. Yes, it's just they, hammers. What are they made out of? Is it's it something ra- that I can, like, crush? The the symbols? No, the hammers. Mm. Yes, the symbols. <laughs> they're just made of wood. I will stamp them under my feet. Smash them with one of the hammers you pick no. off the corpse. Smash them with your metal feet. Yeah, yes. you can destroy them pretty easily. Okay, then. Like, I we should give Psykir the honors. That's right. What about the diagonal hallway? Uh, that's probably going to lead us to the animated coffin. All of the other, like, right there and right there, just more beds. Cause this is, oh, yeah, you know, oh, this okay. isn't one big room. It's kind of like got a main room and then a couple other, like, small rooms connect off it. It's like a dorm. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on there, Psykir. Hold on there, Psykir. Oh, why are you so concerned if we're not married? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Let me come with you. Chester's going to drink a Drakenheart mutagen and is going to go in front of the party to search for traps. Uh, Okay. Let me stay close by as your main (laughs) melee. Why don't you roll a perception check? Oh, let me turn on my Drakenheart mutagen first because that will increase my perception. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Nine plus 16 is 25. Uh, Okay. Uh, Let me describe what you see in here. Uh, you said 25? Yes. Okay. Uh, once a worship chamber of some kind, this hall has been thoroughly looted and vandalized. Though detritus, as Psyche pointed out, covers this chamber, there is no furniture save for a remarkably unscathed sarcophagus on the altar at the southern end of the room. wonder what that is. Um, hmm. uh, as you enter here, you roll Jesus. perception. Um, <laughs> does anyone have religion, like training? Nope, I um, believe so. And I also have something that means I can use my occultism Chester uh, instead of that if I wanted to. Is trained in religion. Okay, so you can roll. And then what's your, are you trained in religion, Psykir? Or what's the deal with substituting occultism? I am in fact trained in religion. I would like to do that. Okay. No. <laughs> I have the ability to do both though. Uh, so that's a 13 on the die plus oh. an 11 on religion, 24. Okay. It's an 18 on the die plus 10 Jesus. is 28. If I can't stab it, intimidate it, or steal it, <laughs> I'm not going to do much. Eleanor, a uh, logic of design. I was about to say Bible. Uh, Eleanor I mean, stabs it. I got this. <laughs> no, Eleanor, that's sacrilegious. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Psych here, as you get into this room, um, you can explore it as mm-hmm. you want to. Uh, you notice that like a lot of the iconography, uh, the, uh, this room is described as being vandalized, right? But, like, there's, like, carvings and, like, reliefs and whatever and tapestries and whatever, remains of them. None of it looks like Bri stuff at all to you. Like, very specifically, you can definitively say it is not related to Bri. However, Chester, with a 28 specifically, not only are you sure that this is not related to Bri, because you read the book, uh, you can see that these reliefs are actually uh, carvings written in Alco, and a lot of the reliefs are actually carvings... <gasps> the space language! ...representing Yogg-Sothoth. Mm. In fact, this chamber, you might imagine, is supposed to be designed to appear to be dedicated to Bri, but is in fact dedicated to Yogg-Sothoth. 
Wow. Well, first off, watch out for that sarcophagus down there, because we got told there's a living sarcophagus wandering around here. So that probably is a dangerous thing. And also, these things ain't brat related. These Yogg-Sothoth, and they're written in that space language that the deep space old people use. Yeah, you know the old people down at the retirement home praising Yeah, the deep space old people. You know, <laughs> Kotholo, and uh, I can't, I actually can't think of any other names. Azathoth. Azathoth, you know, them, them fellas. So basically nothing good. They basically perverted this place. You know, like they've done every other part of this uh, temple. That sarcophagus has me worried. It's supposed to be dangerous. Shall we destroy it, Saikir? Shall I shoot it? Clearing out every remnant of Yogg-Sothoth is the only way to allow Bride to rest peacefully. Chester will pull out his gun. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'll pull Coffin, out my rapier. Are you ready to be God? He'll shoot it. <laughs> uh, make an attack roll. Oh, boy. Hmm. I am going to have pursuit elite on this. I think that's understandable. You're going to take a minute to pursue elite on the. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, um, divide a stratagem. Oh, okay. Because that's an action. Um, let's just a fourteen on the die plus 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 sixteen for thirty. Uh, you shoot the coffin. Uh, go ahead and roll me some damage. Oh, um, okay. Uh, six, four, that's 10, plus two is 12, plus one is 13, plus two is 15. 15? Yup. I'm sure it has a hardness. Oh, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I really should have pursued a lead on this coffin. Oh. Too late now. You shoot the coffin. You said 15 points of damage? Duh. Okay. You shoot it, and all at, all at once, out of nowhere, these, like, little round, um like holes open up like almost like space doors like jump uh oh and you see like these tentacles come out of them oh and they like chunk 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 on all the sides and the coffin starts to stand up on the tentacles like a spider uh and this is what you see standing in front of you is the ghost a squid Oh, oh, that's, oh, that's really what cool! That? Mechanical. That is so cool. It's like this isn't even Eldritch. This on. is like techno Egyptian. Dark Ark contact the moon. It's Doc, mechanical Doc, tentacles. Okay, so it's 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 an Anubis like Egyptian coffin. Like I thought, I th- I was describing. I thought was imagining just yeah. like a a regular coffin, but it's like a but golden it's like a decorated it looks one. Like a depiction of. An Egyptian jackal with their arms crossed over their chest in the shape of a coffin, so like the shoulders, and then it just kind of loses the anatomy yeah. after the hips. And then from the top part, Doctor Octopus. Yeah, from the top part, four mechanical Doctor Octopus arms, and from the bottom part, four mechanical Doctor Octopus arms. But more importantly, uh, let's roll initiative. Oh, great! I use after you. Okay. Oh ho ho! Hey, starting the round with panache is so worth it. Forget what RPG oh, bot says. It's not great, but it'll do. Uh, 12 plus 16 is 28. No, um, 30, because I get plus two to my initiative. My bad. 30. Uh, Psych here, did you roll initiative? Yeah, I, I rolled perception, but it was okay. for initiative, and it's a 26. 26. And then you're going after you, Eleanor. Yes. Cool. By the time I get there, Usuvu should have been able to start it up so we can flank. I wonder mm-hmm. what happens if you have a party with, like, multiple swashbucklers who after you. No, after, after you. you. No, after you. No, after you. <laughs> Just you can't have multiple round. swashbucklers all, all in a party. at the same time. I insist after, after you. you. You can't. It's an unspoken rule. They can't after you. 
Well, first to act is going to be Chester Williams. Really? You see this hit happen, it stands up, but you get you react fast enough to where you have another turn. Uh, Devisum Strategio and, okay. uh, you know, knowledge. Uh, this knowledge is going to be uh, Arcana or Crafting. Okay, that was a two on the two hits. Uh-oh. Dear and me. And a 12 on the knowledge. So you said Crafting or Ar- 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 Arcana? Yes. That's oh, a 12. I which one is going to be. Plus 18 for crafting is 30. Uh, this is a, a rare creature. Um, oh. Uh, and it is called a scarecophagus. I can, oh, a scarecophagus? Oh, that's I adorable. love it. <laughs> uh, what would you like to know? Uh, well, uh, my kind DM. <laughs> weaknesses. Uh, strengths and weaknesses. Uh, well, it is a, uh, it has the construct trait. Uh, which means it is immune to bleed, death effects, disease, doom, drain, fatigued, healing, mental, necromancy, non-lethal attacks, paralyzed, poisoned, sickened, and unconscious. I didn't hear precision. It doesn't have any weaknesses or any resistances. However, uh, in this vein, it has a trait where it is vulnerable to positive energy. (gasps) My scarecophagus takes damage from positive energy as if it were an undead creature. But it... (sighs) So it's not weak to it. It just takes damage from it. Yes. Oh, okay. Mm. There. Uh-oh. Oh, you don't have to do the area of effect one, though, because it's only one single target. Yeah. Aha. 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 Uh, so that was one action. Mm, I got a two on my to hit, so I don't think I'm going to hit with anything. And with no weaknesses, that's not going to be useful. So instead... Reload your gun. Sh- you shot. Right. Use one action to reload your gun. Yeah. Chester's I'd better raise a shield. Going to raise his buckler and he's going to um back up a little mm-hmm. bit. Oh, I see. <laughs> uh, is that the end of your turn? That is the end of my turn, yes. Okay. Devise a stratagem is an action, right? Yes. Remind me, uh, oh dear uh, assistant GM, of the rules between emanation and burst. Ah, yes. Is emanation from the center? Emanation is from the sides, I believe. I will double check that as we... Oh, is it its turn? Yeah. Uh, No, it's something's happening at the end of your turn. Uh, Mm, I don't like this. Give me a second. Is it emanation or is it burst? It is emanation. Then let me look up. Of course, Chester got just out of it. Emanation uh, issues forth from each side of your space. Oh, delightful. Mm, I bet I'm just in range. Yeah, you are. Uh, at the end of your turn, you are frightened one mm-hmm. as you see this thing's writhing tentacles and like glowing eyes and from the like gems in it. And it just freaks you out and you need to make a will save. So am I frightened one or do I need to make a will you save? You are immediately frightened one. Great. Oh, 19 on the die plus 10. 29. 29. You feel yourself like lock up in fear, but you are strong and mentally fortitudinous and you shake it off. Am I immune to it now? Uh, uh, You are still frightened one. But am I immune to that? Yes. Okay, Mm. hot dog. And Chester will share the information that he got about that. Uh, okay. We well, just operate under a party rule that everyone shares the information. That's you have a child yeah. for frightened one. Uh, Williams, the observer, the sanctioned, etc., etc. Excuse me, Psychir Astartes. Astartes of Clint. Oh, I see how it is now. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. I see someone's pouting. Psychir <laughs> <laughs> of 
Williams, nay Astartes. <laughs> <laughs> I it's feel like turn. I've made some kind of mistake. <sighs> You'll hear from my voice, Laura. Soon. No, no, uh, mom. That is a natural one. A oh, natural no. one. Yes. Don't you get to roll twice? I do. Oh, wait, for the wild surge or for and the results from the 16. wild surge? Or whatever surge. You get to write twice on the results. Thank you for the clarification. So it, okay. Well, that's a 16 and then weeks. a 13. Okay, it's yeah, use your roll. Wellspring surge table. What did you say, 16? 16 and 13. 16 is ablative barrier. Energy forms a protective barrier that ablates slowly as the creature in the area takes damage. Oh. All hmm. creatures in a 40-foot burst gain damage resistance oh, equal to double the surge's spell level to one level for up to one minute. Uh, whenever a creature applies this resistance, the resistance for all affected creatures reduces by one. That is confusing, and I do not understand it. That's 16 on the table. 13, Tinge of Terror. Uh, all creatures within 20 feet are affected by a powerful fright. They must attempt a will save or become frightened one. Uh, of me? Uh, becoming frightened one on a failure or frightened two on a critical failure. I yes. think everybody. Um, however, I can go ahead and tell you that you would know from Chester's thing it would not affect the scarecophagus. The frightened or the thing the or both? <sighs> then let's do uh, 16. Energy forms a protective barrier that ablates slowly as a creature in the area takes damage. So everyone in the 40-foot burst gains resistance to all damage equal to double the surge's spell level for up to one minute. So what is the spell? What is your spell level right now? What's it, you can I cast. Can cast forth. So everybody has resistance eight. Including the scarecophagus? Every yeah. time someone takes damage... The resistance for everybody goes down by one, and when it reaches zero, it ends for everybody. That's complicated, but it's, thank you. It's understand. We it's mm -hmm. it's not applied. It's like as a group. Yeah. And it moves down as a group, so it's not like everybody's gonna have a different number at different times. Okay. Hey. Well, that happens. Uh, but that's your wellspring surge. That, that is, is my wellspring surge. I'm going to get, uh, if I can, 35 feet away from this guy. I think if you stand back where Isuvu where is, Isuvu entrance, is, you'll be fine. Yeah. Horizontal I'm going to Isuvu. To cast my spell first, though. Two actions? Yes, I'm going to cast a two action heal at heal? third level. Oh, yeah. okay. Yes, the heal to hurt. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So that would be a D8 if uh, I got to make a what save? Fortitude? 25, DC 25 basic fortitude. Okay. I gotta get, keep remembering that because in one E it was always will for mm -hmm. positive and such. Yeah. Um, okay, twenty five. Uh, hey, I fail. Hey, so I'll take yes. full damage. Hey. Also, the die for the scarecophagus is beautiful. Eighteen, <laughs> 18 damage. Let me apply that to Ten. Dude McGruff. Don't you use because that of the, name for him? The 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 um the you resistance. You are right. Thank you. It'd be ten, but. Every, now it'll go down to seven for everybody, yes. right? Here, mm -hmm. I'll keep note with it. Yeah, let Jacob take care of that for Here. you. We now seven. have resistance seven. Seven. Okay, so that's two action heal. You have one action left, and you want to use it to boogie. Yeah, I'm going to back up. Okay. To boogie. Oper initiate Operation GTFO. That's right. Activate GTFO protocol. I'm going to trip you when I walk by. Uh. <laughs> Husband. <laughs> Bitingly. X. I don't know what I you did wrong. You don't claim me. You've dated, married, and gotten divorced all in one book. 
I'm going to tell your mother, Chester. All right, well, that's Sykira's turn. It is now the Scarecophagus' <gasps> turn. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. I'm the one closest to it. You sure are. Hey, you this are. is what that happens when you take after you. Damage resistance seven, though. Yeah, I have damage resistance, and I said I drew my rapier already when Sike when Sy- here when Chester shot it. Yeah. Well, the thing is, should have said I raised while my shield. you are closer, and that's pretty sick. It just so happens. Oh come on! I was trying to bait you. Does it hate me because I oh, cast spell? You, no, you guys are just so perfectly clumped up. Uh, it casts fireball. Uh, it is in fact going to spend two actions to cast fireball from what? one of its tentacle things. Oh my god. God, that's grand. Jacob, we don't need you to be prophetic. <laughs> Cursed by Apollo with prophecy. Please tell me that's um, that's a r- reflex. It is a reflex save. I'm going to need everyone, including a Suvu, to make All a right. reflex save. So c- I should note that uh, I have evasion, so okay. if I succeed, I critically succeed. I, I'm lucky today. Uh, that's a 30. 30. 30. You also got 30? 18 on the die, plus 12. Two successes. Oh, crap! Um... <gasps> Um, I'm gonna... Should I use my... I have a hero point. No, What I did you get on the die? One, Jacob. Oh, then oh, yes. by the way, Maybe. hero points. Use yeah. my hero point. That's a critical failure. Should You'll take double the ones? damage. We, should, um, we got new ones recently, didn't we? You got new ones... This is episode 62. Two episodes ago, so... I don't mm. know what they say on your sheet. Mine says... No, I'm pretty good about using it. I don't know if I should use my bottle cap for it. That feels a bit much. <gasps> Okay. Okay. Uh, you're going to take double damage. Keep that in mind. Okay, fine. I, t- I use my bottle cap. Okay. It can only be another natural one or better. Yeah. Stupid purple die. Okay, that's a five. But for me, that is a 22. Ooh. Uh, that'll be a regular failure. Oh, thank God. So how much damage do I take from this fireball, babe? All right. Um, so I think everyone but Eleanor succeeded. So Can't everyone believe. but Eleanor will take half of 27. Oh uh, my goodness, is that down 54? By seven. So 13 points of damage reduced by seven, which will be uh, six. Oh, okay. Um, 54? Six points of damage, and then the resistance doohickey will go down to six. And then, yeah, you... Um, and then Eleanor 47 takes... 47 damage! No, Eleanor takes 20. Uh, you take 20, yeah. I, I failed. You did not. You failed. You did not crit fail. If you had critically failed, if you kept the natural one, mm. you would have taken double 27. But um, you didn't. Oh, you only oh, failed. Okay. I thought I was going to take 54 no, damage. You no, would no, have. No, 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 no. That's why we were saying that bottle cap you used was oh. worth it. Is, is oh, so right worth there? it. 20? Now, here's the thing. This resistance okay. got applied multiple times at once. Do you want to pull it down by all of us or just by one number? Let's just get rid of it. So that's one, two, three, four. So it's now down to three. No, five, because it also... Oh, no, yeah, just four. Down yeah. to three. Uh, no, uh, it's like here, it'll be... Um, it's 27 halved, which is 13. Then the resistance applies, so it's only six. That would have been half of my... More than half my HP in one go. Yes. Mm-hmm. Worth it, bottle cap. Can't believe that Jacob was right, and it actually cast Fireball. <laughs> Cursed by Apollo with the gift of prophecy. Cursed by Aroden. Uh, <laughs> he dead. He dead. He dead. Then there's Aroden. He's, He's dead. dead. <laughs> so then Usubu, <laughs> then me? <laughs> Um, oh, wait, dead. it should still have more actions. Crap. It has one has more action. One more action left. What can it do with one more action? A Shut quick your face. It can do a lot. <laughs> you say that as someone who's very afraid that you might be prophetic. <laughs> do it. Do it. Do it. No. I dare I you. Do it. I dare you. Um, 
You're not the one who took the full Actually, damage. I'm going to free Excuse action, me? free action, shifting shuffle. Uh, and uh, the effect is the scarecophagus steps up to 10 feet. Oh, for, okay. free? for free? For what? free? For free? I'm going to say, hello, Eleanor. It has reach, doesn't hello, it? Hello, Mario. Hello, Mario. Uh, and I'm going to smack you with my tentacle. <laughs> I can't dodge because you no action. Uh, but I rolled a natural two, and I think oh, I'll miss. You miss, but I can't opportune can't. repost. Well, it's also too far away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do, 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 that is its turn. It we never Suvu's figured turn. out why my AC is down. It is Usuvu's turn, and Usuvu is gonna... God damn. Do that wonderful NPC thing called recklessly charge in. You fucking know it. I did know it, didn't I? Yeah. Hmm. Two actions to get behind it. Um, no provokage, thankfully. I'm going to use my free action into the fray to have uh, drawn... The light pick? My... Oh, really? Oh, damn that. Don't draw the fart. Uh, Jacob looking at Into the fray. You can, you know trouble, can lurk around every corner and your hands never stray far from your holsters. You can interact to draw a one-handed ranged weapon and then can interact to draw a one-handed melee weapon. Uh, As your first action... On your first turn, you can stride as a free action oh. towards an enemy that you can perceive. I think this means I can basically... Yes, you get, can move. I get a free stride and draw both things. Yes. So that means I have two actions left. So I'm going to spend one action to trick attack, and my final action will be to smack with my light pick. Pick a hole in it, Usuvu. Oh, man, this thing's mm. too happy. Natural two again, so Usuvu's going to miss, but that'll be Usuvu's turn. Unfortunately, Usuvu ends her turn within the aura. So Asuva will become frightened one. And oh Asuva will make a... Will save. Will save. Will save. Do. <laughs> 20. Is that a pass or a fail? That is a fail. Uh, Asuva mm. runs in and it goes... <laughs> flinging its tentacles at her <gasps> and she just like holds still with fear. Osuvu is going to be paralyzed. Ah, oh shit. For one round. That's what happens if you fail? For one round. What is paralyzed you might ask? That's I don't. Great well, question. Don't, it's, if we don't know it can't happen. Mm-hmm. Well you're about to if find out. If I don't out. know it can't hurt me. Paralyzed. Your body is frozen in place. You have the flat footed condition and can't act except to recall knowledge and to use actions that only require the use of your mind as determined by the GM. Your stenses your still function, uh, but only in the areas you can perceive without moving your body. So you can't seek while paralyzed. Oh, that's just bad. And it's she very can't bad. flank with me. No. Mm. Well, I mean, being threatening, you've got clearly a mental action. Bitch. Uh, <laughs> Eleanor, it's your turn. So I'm not flanking with Usuvu if I move up. No. Asuva is paralyzed. I will move up anyway to a flanking position, and as part of that, I will do a movement. As part of my movement, I will attempt to tumble through. Uh, okay. Uh, see if we can get flat-footed. I need that flat-footed. Uh-huh. None of my die like me tonight. Oh. I doubt the 20 is going to do it. That'll do it. Whoa, Wait, it's not very dexterous. Yeah, that got it. Okay, <laughs> then. Fine. Lovely. I cannot fail the acrobatics. That was a two. I cannot fail unless I roll a one. Um, let's hit smacking time. Let's no, get it. Wow. Where's my die? Wow. I have panache, so it's going to be a precise finisher. Confident finisher. Okay. 
competent. Oh, yeah. Natty 14 oh. plus 16. Oh. That's 30. And it's flat-footed. Tell me how I do. Oh. 30, you say? Yep. That'll hit. Just a hit. Didn't think I'd get Just a crit. Just a hit. Um, that is 5d6s. Oh, good rolls. Two sixes, two fives for 12 plus 10 is 22. Plus a three is 25. Whoa. Plus four is 29 damage. 29 nice. damage. Oh, yeah. Minus three. Minus three. Oh, it's 26 bump damage. It down. Um, and with my final action, I will raise my shield or my buckler. Okay. Very good. It is now the top of a new round. Wait, I finished my turn, and it's Aura. Don't oh, yes. I have to roll? Uh, you are now frightened one, so go ahead and check that on first. Okay. Uh, and then make me the will save. I believe in you. Um, That's not a bad roll, though. You got uh, this. But I have bad will. Uh-oh. That is a 22. 22? Mm-hmm. That is exactly a save. Oh! Uh, you are temporarily immune to it, so you are not paralyzed. You steal your mind against its spooky, writhing tentacle. Why would this frighten me? I lost no, my you're man. You're still frightened. You're just no, not I'm paralyzed. No, I'm not paralyzed. This yeah. wouldn't paralyze her. Yeah, you are not, not paralyzed yet, with fear. Uh, and then we will go to top of new round. Chester, the top of the round, Williams. Chester, device treasure. Natural 20? <laughs> I got two 18s. So first thing, applying the crafting, uh, that would be a knowledge check of 35. 35. Uh, do you want to know anything else? Do I happen to critical that knowledge check? No. All right. Um, is there any special abilities that I know it has that it hasn't used yet? Uh, let's see. I think you kind of figured out everything else. Oh, no. There is one other thing that you guys haven't figured out. Uh, it has one ability that you might think is important. Uh, or do you want to know what spells? The ability. The ability called Disgorge Mummy. If a Scarecophagus is reduced to zero hit points by any damage other than a positive energy attack, uh, it cracks open uh, as it's destroyed, allowing the undead mummy trapped for eons within its core <sighs> to rise. This is a certain thing that I will not oh, say. That's so cool. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. Uh, Chester says, we gotta hit this thing with a lot of positive energy. If it gets done, if it gets done in by anything other than positive energy, there's a mummy inside that's gonna be pretty angry and get out. I'm kind of mad that you found this out. I am so glad that I found it out. Uh, Chester will then pull out and throw with his second action a ghost charge moderate for a total of 32 to hit. That is a regular hit. All I right. imagine it has good AC. Let's be real. I mean, yeah, probably. Uh, so that's going to be 2d8 plus 2d6. Do I have to take splash damage? No, it's positive energy. Okay. Does that heal me? No. Okay. I'm fishing. Uh, <laughs> that's 10. That's 9. 19 plus 2 is 20. Plus 2 again is 23 damage. 21, because they shave off two. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 21 damage, you say, and yep. then that will be... It is um, also Enfeebled 1 until the start of its turn. Okay. Enfeebled 1, you say? I do. All right. Enfeebled 1. And that'll be your turn. Psyche here. No, is... I still have one more action. Oh. How dare you interrupt Psyche here's turn. Your own ex-wife's. What else do you want to do, Chester? Chester's gonna reload. No. (laughs) He is going to raise. Or is he gonna move out of the aura? 
Why are you going to aura? No, the thing or the thing moved up. The thing's aura. I'm yeah. already immune to it. Oh, okay, good. To the important part of it. Well, anyway. you will be frightened one. I'll still be frightened one, but that's yeah. okay. I have to be. I have to get into there to do bombs anyway. Chester's going to. Don't fart. I guess he'll ruin your character. I guess he'll just raise his shield. That's pretty on brand. You're just gonna crop dust psych here. Break up with them and then crop dust them. You know, whenever whenever the veil falls, he really sinks. Starts seeing someone's faults. This is great audio. I'm just saying, Uh, the the fans are gonna love this. Yeah. Uh, Chester's gonna raise his shield, I guess. Little buckler. Okay. Good to know. Uh, Psykir, it is now actually your turn. You've been crop dusted. I, I zoomed in so much. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Okay. I'm going to cast Disrupt Undead okay. on this fucker. And that's also a fortitude from me? Yes. DC 25 basic fortitude. Fortitude. Uh, 25 on the dot. Okay. So just a regular success. So half damage then. Yeah. Whoop. Oh my god. 10. That's not bad. Half damage. <laughs> 10 half damage. Yeah, uh, it's, I rolled 20, Yeah, but it's what 10 is damage. the number at now? One. 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 So, nine. so nine. nine. And now it's gone. Still not bad. And then I'm going to back up. How's this thing looking? Uh, it's looking pretty busted. Uh, Should but it's still, we attack? It's still holding together. That's actually the question. That's why I'm asking. Uh, it is now its turn. What do I want to do? It's not enfeebled anymore. It isn't? It's turn it, started, yeah. No, no, it's still enfeebled, because the enfeebled came from my thing. It's enfeebled until, like, my turn. Yeah, it came okay. from Chester's bomb thing. Oh, now it's farting, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you inspired it. It's having tummy issues. Um, A mother, you say. A mom pops out when it dies. A mummy. Mm. Yeah, mommy. Mama? <laughs> <laughs> Your mother, dead, pops oh, out. here we go. Ah! I need the right tool here. Tool? You can do fireball again? No, I'm just getting to live my dream. Um. Are you going to multi-attack? Uh, I'm going to catch Chester and Eleanor in this. Uh-oh. Uh, one, another one of its claws comes out oh, and starts going, and I need Eleanor and Chester to make me like saves. What type of thing is this? Is this a ranged attack? No, it's a spell. Okay. Wait, can I attack because of a spell with my... Attack, Attack of opportunity. Of opportunity? Mm. You could. I want to do that first. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Because if I critical, oh. I could um, potentially affect that. Okay. I had to have critical, but let's I give it a try. I believe. I believe. No, I rolled a nat nine. Mm. Uh, that is a 24 to hit. That's an exactly a hit. Oh, hot dog. Okay. Well, then I do... <laughs> oh, good. Two fives. 14 damage. Okay. I was so close to a critical hit. And please help me stay honest. <laughs> I cannot um, I cannot nimble dodge. Correct. Because I used my reaction. Oh, yeah. I have to. Now I'll roll my reflex. What the fuck? What? I accidentally just did my damage for this spell. Yeah. Um, I rolled... I have it's a uh, lightning bolt is 4d12. <laughs> I rolled two, one, two, three. Uh, Chester got an eight on the die plus 12 is 20. 22. 20, 22 for Eleanor. I rolled poorly. Um, it doesn't matter right now. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Do 20 we, and 22. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are both fails. Okay. Oh, so no. you'll take all of eight, eight seven, seven on a lightning bolt. No, it's eight. It's, it's done over. It's done now. I rolled. Mm. 
two, one, two, and three on D12. Oh, thank goodness. D12s? Oh, D12s. The average Damn. for four D12 should be something like <laughs> four 24. times six is 24. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? Well, pobrecito. <laughs> Thankfully for us, with us failing. This fight's not going my way. Good. Uh, it's Asuvu's turn. Asuvu does nothing because Asuvu's paralyzed. Oh, that's right. And now it's Eleanor's turn. All right. Eleanor is still frightened, correct? Uh, yeah. Eleanor is going to try to tumble through. And unless she rolls a one, she succeeds. Now nah, that's a natty 17. Curse my, <laughs> curse my um, luck to roll that for this. Does it give me anything in particular? No, it doesn't. Okay. And um, I failed the hit. Oh, what was your total? I rolled a one. I failed the hit. Oh, yeah. That, that's a miss. Um, now so, this die is being punished. But, so you tumble through. You attacked once. You have one action left. Um, I, does missing my attack mean I don't have panache anymore? Uh, it, you used your finisher, so yeah. Yeah. Um, wait, no, I used my finisher. I'm going to do partial damage. How many, oh, yeah. Go ahead, roll your partial damage. How many actions was Thunderbolt? Two. Did you take a third action? No, I forgot. Hmm. Too late now. Okay. You take half of 13. Half of 13? Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh, no! Oh, it's almost done. It's almost down. 13, you say? So half, half of, of 13. 13 is six. I have five hit points left. No! You break, like a bit off of it and it starts to like you cough one of its tentacles and it falls down and then out uh of the scarecophagus. Dang it. We're so close. I shouldn't have done the the opportunity. I mean, it's, it's, you didn't know how much damage had been done. Out of it comes right next to Eleanor. A mummy. And he's going to roll initiative. Oh, mother. He should just go in the same turn, (gasps) TBH. Yeah, he really should. Well, he's got to get bearings. Um, Bears? Yeah. Well, you know what? He'll just, we'll just let him roll initiative and he'll act next uh, round, but he'll yeah. just stand up, basically. Eleanor curses, forgive me. Uh, it falls out. Um, so that's still two actions. You have one action left. I <laughs> raise my buckler because I cannot attack. Okay. Cool. Hot dog. Dang it. Dang it. <laughs> Chester Eleanor Williams, really did apologize turn. to her group. It's your turn now. So if I had a stratagem. At least we knew this could happen. What do I roll for knowledge on this thing? This will be religion or applicable lore. Academia? No. Underworld? No. Okay. That is a 12 plus 9 for 21 lore. 29? Wait. 12 plus 9 is so. 21. 21. Okay, sorry. I hear bad today. 21 will succeed. It real? Yeah. Uh, not, uh, weaknesses and strength and, vulner- and, you know, that stuff. Yeah, uh, that stuff. <laughs> yeah, of course. So it's undead. Uh-huh. All the same goodness there. It is weak to fire. Ooh. Oh, really? Weak to fire 5. Uh, it's got all the undead fire immunities. Fire's bad. Um, yeah, that's what you know. All right, and then my two hit was a 10 on the die. Is it, Does it happen to be weak to positive energy? I mean, it will take damage from positive but it's energy, not weak. Okay. but it's not weak. Um, Chester will take a risk. That's a 10 plus 15 is a 25 to hit it with a firebomb. That'll hit. Ooh. Lyserium? That'll hit. That'll hit. Yes, Lyserium. He will throw a Lyserium bomb. First off, Eleanor, you take two damage. Yes. And then it will take 19 fire Ooh. damage. 
plus five for weakness is 24. 24. And it will be taking a persistent two. Two points of fire damage persistent, not a d6 or anything? Nope, just two. Okay, there we go. It and is on fire. That is one round, two rounds, and then he will throw just another bomb. No, ooh, I should. No, he'll do it. He'll mm-hmm. do it. He's going to throw a bottled lightning moderate. Oh, I take okay. another two. Uh, well, I have to see if I hit first. Six on the die plus ten is sixteen. Miss. Or it's even less actually. Do I take damage? No, it just takes two lightning damage. Okay. Okay, that's that. That's your turn. It is now its turn. We'll have it not gone last round. It'll just be on its feet this round. Uh, it looks at Eleanor. Goes. Uh, uh, both arms out and it's going to am I still frightened until your turn yes actually it also has it has the same aura basically you know technically you need to make a new save for being in its aura because it's a new creature but I'm going to forego it because it's part of the same Jacob, thing did I raise my buckler I didn't I couldn't attack twice so I raised my buckler you did yes that yep. makes sense hmm. um, it is going to hit attack me attack Eleanor three times you're not uh, supposed to stand and bang in Pathfinder 2E. Listen, I don't got a lot I can do with the mummy. 28, Eleanor? Uh, 28 hits. Okay. You are going to take 15 points of damage. Okay. Uh, it is bludgeoning damage. And However, oh. I will also need you to make a fortitude no. saving throw. Okay. No. I know what this is. Oh, what could it be? I got a nat 20. Oh, oh. That is you a 33 if it matters. are totally fine. This might be a good thing to save my net 24. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, green die. It is. Green metal die. Don't, don't, don't ever doubt it. It is. Thank you, green metal die. <laughs> okay, so he's going to keep attacking you. Okay. Um, next hit here will be oh. uh, a miss with a total of 13. You miss. And then... Does he critically miss? It doesn't matter. I've already used my reaction. Oh, you have? What did you use your reaction on? I used my reaction to hit the sarcophagus. That was before your last turn. Was uh, it? No, no. Reaction oh. refreshes on her turn. Yeah. Um, so you have your reaction back. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, because... Then I wish to repost. Yeah, go ahead. Hot dog! Hotted dog. Or is it repost? It's repost. Uh, that is a 25 to hit. <gasps> uh, that'll hit. Goss! And that is nine plus four is 13 damage. Yeah, yeah. 13 damage. That will all go through. Uh, And then it misses its last attack with a uh, total of six. Uh, That repost is going to come in handy this time around. Uh, Psych here. It is your turn. You've watched this well-planned thing of don't worry, I'll hit it with positive. (laughs) Accidentally (laughs) goes sideways. You'll know you hit it too hard. Uh, and now this mummy is savaging Eleanor. I'm going to do uh, two things. First one is going to be... Oh, and it is still on fire, by the uh, way. Uh, uh, don't forget the weakness damage. Seven damage. Going to be lifelink. To Eleanor? On Eleanor, yeah. Thank I you. I could, in theory, get closer and also... No, I can't get closer, so I'm just going to do it for Eleanor. You get some healing, I believe. Yeah. Um, which is 3d4? Yes. Wow, a three and a three and a one. Nice. So seven, and then I'm going to Thank cast you. Uh, Disrupt Undead again. Did you just do that to Eleanor, or did you do it to Eleanor and Asuvu? I couldn't reach Asuvu. Oh, okay. Okay, so I'll need a fortitude save from the mummy. 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 Mummy, you are dirty Uh-oh. like a dusty chinchilla. I critically oh, failed. Oh, critical failure. Hot dog. Total of 15. Oh, oh my god. Two sixes. Oh. 
44. So that'll be 44 after the critical failure. Yeah. Uh-oh. Is it gone? Um, It has 44 hit points left exactly. Oh, wow. yes. <laughs> I clicked double and the cu- the little icon went, skull. Sai-kir, 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 sai-kir. That was a hell of a cantrip. That, that was. was a hell of a cantrip. Uh, and with that, we'll pick up there in our next All episode. Right. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Good that, job, guys. I'm that. so glad they used opportune repost. <laughs> that was a fun enemy. I like mm-hmm. that enemy. That was is that really very fun. Is that second stage boss. Is that unique to this adventure path? It is. Oh, they're going to add that to a That's book really cool. some point That's later. great. Yeah. They really oh, yeah. should. I wonder who that mummy was. Mm, never well, someone's know. mother. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing us. If you want to see more from us, check out our website, thirdgallon.com, or follow us on Twitter. We are at thirdgallon, that's T-H-I-R-D gallon. We are also on threads, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook with the same handle, at thirdgallon. We also publish a video version of this podcast on YouTube, which you can find on our channel, the Third Gallon Podcast. If you'd like to support the show, check out our coffee page. You can find us at coffee.com slash third gallon. That's K-O dash F-I forward slash third gallon. Our theme music for this season is Delta Rust, composed by Andy Ellison. Our ambience for this episode was composed by Michael Gelfie. And you can find more of his work on his YouTube channel, Michael Gelfie Studios. And you can support his awesome work at patreon.com slash Michael Gelfie. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.